Welcome to the Peterson's Bow Hunting Podcast. All bow hunting, all the time. Now, here's your host, Associate Editor Mark Demko. So, hey, everybody, welcome to the Bow Hunting Podcast presented by Lancaster Archery Supply. For all your bow hunting needs, visit lancasterarchery.com. We've got the gear, we've got the knowledge, we've got the passion. Well, we have two very special guests today, quite passionate about archery hunting. And, you know, we're going to just jump right in. We're not burying the lead here. Um, our guest today is taking alligators, big bucks, ornery hogs. And the most amazing thing is you have a trophy room that any, any hunter would be jealous of. It's absolutely incredible. But you're only eight years old. AC Christopher, welcome to our program. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited to have you. And of course, you're joined by your dad, Blake. Blake, welcome. Thank you for joining us, Thanks, guys. It was a busy time. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, so if I know, remember correctly, you've taken like 30 animals already. You started hunting when you were about five, but that's an incredible experience. So let's start with you, Blake. How did you get your son involved in, in archery hunting? What was the push there? Yeah. So I think, um, Casey, obviously from a, a young age, I was fortunate to be in the outdoor industry, uh, since he was a baby and, and even prior to that. So he kind of grew up, um, around it and so when he got old enough to really take an interest in it it was actually uh covid year mm -hmm. of 2020 so i was home a lot more he was home from school um and you know hunting was one of the only things you could really do um you know we live in illinois so a lot of stuff was locked down uh so said you want to you know you want to go hunting with dad and one thing led to another and we kind of uh, really set off to do some really cool stuff really quick right buddy yes yeah yeah now casey what's your favorite thing that you like to hunt for do you have something that you absolutely love alligator <laughs> you love going for alligators so i'm assuming you've hunted down in florida yes yeah yeah. So how did that come together there, Blake? Obviously, I think you have family in that yeah. area. Yeah, so we went down over a, um, a holiday weekend. We had a break between his baseball schedule and when football started. So we were able to go down there, um, arrange a hunt, and uh, he got a, a 10 and a half foot gator. Um, so he... He says it's his favorite now, but I'll tell you this, when he was six and when he shot it, um, I didn't think he'd ever want to do it again. A couple of years later, he's got, got it back where I think he wants to, but um, that was nerve wracking. And obviously as his dad there, we had his grandpa there as well. Um, they're they're uh, probably the wildest animal that he's shot so far. So um but he wants to do it again, so we'll see. We'll, now, we'll probably try it. Was that a nighttime hunt, or did you do it during the daytime? No, we did it during we did it during the day. It was um, as as most hunts, no matter what what it's for, go. The guides had a plan of you know, oh, it's hot. They're going to sun themselves <laughs> during the day. Probably get a shot. You know, if we're patient. One thing led to another where. 
they this particular alligator was not going to come out and sun itself. It's ninety some degrees. We've got a six year old. It's you know we waited out quite a long time because you know as anybody that's ever done it knows there's you know an alligator's uh, portion of its brain you shoot at's about the size of a golf ball. Yeah. You know if there's there's not a big kill zone there to shoot at in the water. So with his age and with the crossbow and everything else, it just would have rather tried a, what we had practiced for was a body shot. That's what we practiced for at home prior to the hunt and on the 3D targets and stuff like that. So that's what he was ready for. We made a quick decision mid-hunt that we were going to try if he passed down the canal. Another time we were going to try a headshot and he ended up making a perfect shot. And um, it took I think four or five grown men to get it out of the canal and up, you know, hoisted up into, into the vehicle and everything else. So it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Right. But I, I, yeah. you're smiling now. You obviously remember that. I guess that thing had to weigh several hundred pounds. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I know it was over, it was 10 and a half foot long and it was probably, I'm going to say 300, you know, I think it was probably in the 350 range ish, I would say, or, or more. Um, it, was, it was quite quite large. I I never I never hunted one personally, so seeing one laying there was a first for me too. So um, now it's right back. We've got head over there, and the uh, hide canned right behind us on one of our couches. So yeah. He gets to look uh, at it quite often. Yeah, and I was going to ask you what you did with it, but so so thank you for that. Now, when you're hunting, Casey, you usually hunt with a um, a crossbow, right? Yes. Yeah, and um, you get some pretty close encounters with that, you know, 10, 20 yards, I'm guessing. Um, you know, when you started hunting with your dad, what was the thing that you really liked about it? You obviously have been doing this for three, almost four years now. You're going to be nine next year. What what, what do you like about it? It's just very fun. It, it is a fun sport. You have a great dad who's getting you involved so early. Uh, I didn't start hunting until I was 18. My dad, my uncle took me out. My dad had actually quit hunting and then took me out because I wanted to go. But uh, it's great when you have somebody like your dad to get you out and get started early. Now, have you guys started to play around with a compound bow at all? Yep, he's got a he's got a compound bow. I got him, um, oh, probably a couple of years ago at Christmas. Um, he shoots it in the summer. Um, we just haven't transferred um, over to it from a weight. Not so much as just from a weight perspective, but, you know, I've always been one to preach and we're not, we won't go down the crossbow versus vertical bow nope. uh, segment today, but for, as it relates to, for kids, um, you know, he's a, he's, as you know, only eight, he's, he's pretty small for his age, um, even if he could pull back what's required in, in, in Illinois, not to mention the other states, but he just in Illinois, you know, that would change his game, uh, you know, our game uh, plan for hunting every time versus what he can, you know, do with the crossbow because there's so much 
less kinetic energy and everything else out of these, you know, a bow that maybe is pulling 40 pounds versus his crossbow, mm-hmm. uh, which is, oh, sub 200 and, you know, shoots almost 500 feet per second. So, I mean, he can um, just really focus on everything else and not have to worry about is five yards going to make the difference as if he had that compound bow, you know, and your pin gap and everything else. I mean, he's got enough to, to learn, you know, right now that he's trying to absorb that would, I think just trying to push him into that too fast would, would make it a little complicated, but he enjoys shooting his, his uh, compound bow. And I have no doubt you'll probably switch over, you know, to your compound bow in the next couple of years, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. He wants yeah. to. Yeah, well, it archery is an exciting sport, but it is uh easier to learn when you start with the crossbow. That's how I got my daughter out shooting with the crossbow. Yeah. And, and then you can transition as you get older because a lot of things you got to think of and a lot of things you got to pay attention to. So I've got to ask you guys. 30 plus animals is a lot in three years. You must have done some traveling. Talk a little bit about that. Where have you gone? Talk about some of the things you guys have hunted. So we've, um, obviously we talked about Florida. We've been um, uh, to Texas. This uh, upcoming trip will be our fourth fourth trip to Texas. Usually when we're down there or in previous years when we've been down there, we we do multiple hunts um, over Christmas and New Year's. So uh-huh. that was always a kind of a multi-state or multi-hunt type of a, a trip. Um, we've uh, obviously done a lot of whitetail hunting since yeah. we're from Illinois. And um, so that's the, the easy one. And then in the off kind of off season because as i mentioned before he does uh, baseball and football and now basketball so we got to work around all those other schedules and and um so we did do in the spring we've turkey hunted um we've obviously shot quite a few hogs um and you know probably uh in the fall we've done a lot of waterfowl hunting Mm -hmm. Um, he really enjoys that, um, because it's something that he can, you know, we cook in the blind call. He likes kind of having that interactive type of, uh, uh, encounters with the waterfowl where, you know, as with deer and some of the other stuff, it's just sit and be quiet. So, um, he got a chocolate lab for his birthday this year. So now he's training, um, his dog to, to, to be a, a bird dog, probably, you know, come next fall. Um, so he's doing a lot of retrieving with, with his dog. So he's kind of, uh, getting into all aspects of the sport. That's amazing. And I have to ask this question. I have a chocolate lab too, named Cadbury buttons. What's your dog's name? Bobber. Bobber. Like a fishing bobber. Bomber, be uh, like a oh, B O M B E R, bomber. bomber. Yeah, that is a great name. Yep. Wonderful dog, I'm guessing, huh? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He's uh, 
Um, uh, labs are such a good companion for any, whether yep. it's kids or adults. Um, so they're, they're, they're best buddies for sure. Well, that's great. Like I said, <laughs> my daughter is attached to the hip with our dog, Cadbury Button. So uh, that's wonderful. Now, I have to ask, behind you are these magnificent animals, and there's a couple whitetails back there. Are either one of those yours that I'm looking at, Casey? Yes. Yep. Which They're ones? All. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Absolutely amazing. That one is absolutely incredible. It has to be Boone and quality almost, that white tail on the bottom. Now, so, for people who are watching, there's a, so there's the a huge bo- buck so in there. So the one room. right here is the only one down here that's that's actually a replica carving that I had done. Okay. That's a wood carving of a trail camera deer that I got years ago um, that I had a, a gentleman carve for me. Uh-huh. But um, every what Casey's saying is every animal down here where we're at is, uh-huh. is his his trophy room so everything's down here is his there's none of mine are even um are, are even down here so every time when when people are over or he has guests or whatever they down here he's just used to answering <laughs> even even the carving <laughs> he'll, he'll claim that too so well but i'll tell you his. i'll tell you straight up your trophy room is much more impressive than mine I got two here and I got three elsewhere in the house. So congratulations on a great start to your career. Thank you. So now I know that you play, I think, baseball, football, basketball. How do you get everything done? You probably go to school a little bit too, huh? Yeah. (laughs) You're, you're, You're just busy a lot, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. But, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, do you have, of all the activities that you do, whether it's hunting or one of the sports, do you have a favorite? Hunting. You like hunting the best. Love getting outdoors and seeing nature and spending time with dad and stuff. Yes. I think one of his favorite things, which is one of the things I'm probably most proud of is, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people see it you know, the, the trophy aspect of it, but he's, he's actually become really good at eating all the different animals that he's taken. So everything that he's shot, he's eaten, um, or we've eaten whatever, you know, he's, um, every single thing. So from the alligator to any of the hogs, to deer, to any exotic, everything he's, he's eating, he likes it. So, um, really good. I'm glad you brought that up. Is there something that you've harvested or killed that you really liked when you ate it, whether it be the hogs or the gator or the deers or something you ate and you really thought it was yummy? Uh, probably the deer. You do? You like the venison? Yeah. No, th- that, that's wonderful. Um, now, I should ask you, what crossbow are you guys using right now? So his right now is the 10-point, the vapor, um, RS four seventy with yeah. uh, um, he shoots it with the Garmin Zero, which um, uh, for him and I, the first couple of years, he used a totally different crossbow um, with just a regular reticle type scope, and 
he did fine. It was just there was a lot of conversations that had to be back and forth between him and I and either the blind or the stand. So therefore, with a lot of conversation, there's a lot of movement and a lot of missed opportunities. Um, that Garmin uh, uh, scope takes a lot of that out for, for him and I where, you know, he's he can do almost everything himself. Uh, and that's the that was the selling point for 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 me and then once he started using it it was a, a no brainer for yeah um you know yeah those laser range finding scopes are sweet and obviously they can give you pinpoint accuracy once you get them dialed in so that's great now i should ask you guys hunting together all the time um you know in a mentoring capacity and um do you spend more time in a ground blind you still do some stand hunting or what are your thoughts on that so you have that close contact yeah pretty pretty much we try to be in a ground blind as much as as much as possible um we've hunted out of out of stands but i, I don't think he's crazy about heights yet mm -hmm. um he doesn't he's kind of shied away from that um and i like um we practice a lot from the ground obviously mm -hmm. and i'm a firm believer in practicing the angles of which you're you're gonna you're gonna hunt out of whether that's a kid or an adult you know if, if i as an adult are gonna hunt out of a stand the most and i should be practicing out of the stand so we practice a lot from the ground and he's comfortable from the uh ground blind obviously there's a lot of different companies making some great blinds. So um, that's not an issue. And then he uses a, um, a, a tripod type device that makes his crossbow in the blind so easy. So um, it's, it's pretty seamless what we, what we do in the, in the ground blind we'll, we'll get there though i think in a, in a tree stand soon <laughs> yeah. right maybe when maybe next year we'll try a lot of those new things well you can really do some great hunting from a ground blind i was i was just gonna ask him he jumped off but uh i wanted to find out you mentioned all the places you've been hunting and i wanted to find out where the coolest place he's been hunting is but we'll hit him up for that when he jumps back yeah. on so let me he's ask thinking you about it right now there you go buddy just, yeah so you've been hunting all over. You've been hunting in Texas. You hunt where you live in the uh, Illinois in the Midwest. You've hunted in Florida. What's the coolest place you've been with your dad hunting? I would say Oklahoma. Ah, you've been out to Oklahoma. What were you hunting out there? Bison. Wow, you shot a massive bison, and what was that like? Those things are big, thousands of pounds. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that was his biggest, probably his largest, largest animal. Um, and probably the one he's eaten the most, just because mm -hmm. by sure mass and volume, that's the. Um, but I actually, Casey, thought you would probably say Texas, because the one thing I was surprised earlier, you have one more passion outside of your other sports which is fishing right dad doesn't fish but you fish right and so when you're down in texas you get to do the the kind of the trifecta right and getting to fish and getting to hunt and get 
That's what I thought you would you were gonna say was Texas. Because you love to fish in hunting. What like bass and stuff like that? Yeah. Big bass. Yep. Yeah. So you just love the outdoors all the way around. <laughs> Tell them what else. What what did you do for the first time last year in in Texas? What did we drive around the ranger? and try to find on the ground that you really liked? My deer. No. What? Sheds. 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 You went shed hunting. Yeah. You had some really luck. Did got you find some that. sheds? We did. Actually, when we were down there, it's opposite. You know, Texas is pretty game-rich state, you know, and, yep. and they have access. And, well, the access that time of year were actually shedding. Yeah. While we were deer hunting. So we... we we went around and we found, I don't know, what how many did we find? Four or five sets of access sheds, probably. Well, you're trying to count them all. 23 sheds, yeah. Jeez, that's amazing. Are you going to try it now up here in Illinois this winter, maybe? If you have probably. time, I know you've... Yeah, 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 we'll probably try it. He he enjoyed it. I think he enjoyed it the most because the weather was a lot nicer than when, we, you know, it's not bad to drive around when it's 70 degrees and look for sheds and then you come... You know, when you try to do it up here and it's, you know, below zero. <laughs> yeah. Now, Blake, you've been in the industry a long time. So you obviously yeah. have a um, a rich hunting background and a rich hunting heritage. You were involved with the Bone Collector for, sure. for a while. And so what was it like going through this experience with you teaching KC to hunt? As a father, obviously, you're you're really proud. But what was the experience like passing that tradition on? Yeah, so I think it probably even started before before that. I I hunted with my dad and and, and my grandpa, and um, so having the chance to go sit with him, you know, and and I did a pretty abrupt stop to my own hunting career um, when we started, and I, I got asked hundreds if not thousands of times Blake you ever gonna hunt again you're gonna hunt again and I, and I tell people I I'm having more fun this is like me re redoing everything all over again I said you don't understand I I I, I have I've got the trophy rooms I don't need I don't I, I don't need to shoot another elk or I need to shoot another big white tail I said sitting here with you know in the blind with him I'm getting jitters all over again. I'm like, I'm feeling all those feelings, you know, from 30 years ago. So, uh, I'd say, so the short answer is no, I don't play hunt again for a while, you know, cause I'm, 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 I'm hunting. I'm just holding a, a camera or, uh, or something else and, you know, not pulling the trigger. Yeah, no, it's a wonderful experience. I remember going through and teaching my daughter to fish and shoot a bow and all that stuff. And now, did I see, if I'm I'm wrong, please correct me, but did I see on the Facebook page you've been elk hunting too? Have I seen, did I see a photo of an elk? And and where was that at? Yeah, what was that experience that, like? Uh, yeah, so he's, um, uh, that was probably one of the, I would say one of the hardest just from a standpoint of, and I'll let him tell about it in a second, but from a standpoint, if you were going to try to, I did everything all over again, obviously taking uh, a younger uh, mm -hmm. child or, or somebody, 
I fortunately have elk hunted for a long, long, long time. So I really probably took for granted, oh, well, I'm just going to take him and we're going to go do it. Yeah, in hindsight, maybe would have waited a little longer um, just and had him have a little more experience um, under his belt because especially with the the crossbow you couldn't you couldn't be mobile you know you kind of had to be uh, it was a water hole or wallow or bust and then that was it you couldn't get up and go chase the running gun or do stuff that I'm used to doing um and we had a time crunch in the in the um time of the year that we could go was still early so even if we could have running gun with with him it uh just wouldn't have uh calling wise wouldn't have been the right time but um it's something that we'll do um we'll do again and uh i think when you'll appreciate it that one a little bit more when he can there's a lot of stuff on his bucket list tell him what your uh what your what's your next animal you want to hunt is yeah a bear say, say it one more time a bear you want to go hunting for bear, a black bear. That's yep. a great goal. And do yep. you see you and dad doing that sometime in the near future, hopefully doing it sometime in the near future? Yes. Yeah. And then what's yeah. your other one? What's that other really big animal? But I said you had to wait till you were quite a bit older. What would... No. Up in Alaska. Moose. Oh, a moose. Oh my, that is exciting. <laughs> that is my favorite thing to go for. I hope you have a chance. They are an incredible experience, you know. Um, and the places you go for moves, as, as you just alluded to, Blake, they're, they're very wild. You're going to likely going to the Rockies if you're fortunate enough yeah. to draw a tag, or you're going up to Canada or Alaska. So Utah, yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I certainly yeah. wish you a lot of luck when you go for bears and when you go for moose. Good luck with that. Yeah. Thank you. He's also he's got a um he's got a, a blog I help him with that um we we started a few years ago. I'm uh, getting it redone so people can follow along with some of his his uh, adventures. Um is that a and, is that a URL? Uh, what is how can people yeah, find that blog? It's, it's uh caseysadventures.com. Yeah. Well, well, the things that you've done already in your short hunting career are absolutely incredible. I, I want to back up for one second and ask you. So you were mm-hmm. hunting for elk. I'm assuming it was late August or early September. Um, yes. You were sitting over a water hole. What was it like, though, when you saw that bull come in? Were you excited? Yes. Were you nervous? Did you... My hands were shaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you guys are busy. I think you have basketball practice tonight, so I'm not going to keep you. I want to wrap up with one last thing I want to ask you. So you're a pretty accomplished hunter. You've done really well in your first three years. Do you ever talk to your friends about hunting? Do they all know you hunt? And what do they say to you when you talk to them about it? They say it's pretty cool. Yeah. Have any of them said they'd like to learn to hunt with you or from you? No, they're mostly sport people. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, like you're involved with in a lot of sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he gets, um, 
I think there's a lot more people follow along with what he's doing than he realizes. I don't think he even like from his um, his website and things like that. I I don't think uh, he realizes the power of the internet yet in, in, and yeah. in how um, how many people out there we we get into hunting camps and stuff where you know he'll uh, he'll spark up conversations with with kids. And I just think cause a lot of the kids in his grade and, you know, his close proximity don't hunt. He thinks, well, then nobody does, you know what I uh -huh. mean? I they, do. they all play basketball or football or this or that, where, you know, there's millions of them out there. It's just, they just don't live in the same town you live in Casey. And that's, that's, you know, nope. but there's other places where, you know, there'd be a lot, a lot of them. So yeah and 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 certainly you you are an inspiration as far as your passion for the sport and you know the fact that you're doing a blog and you want to share all of your experiences that's absolutely incredible um well i want to thank you both for joining us on the, the bow hunting podcast and um good luck when you head down to texas um i guess it'll be winter time then so uh yeah. you know a couple of weeks from now but hope you have a weeks. wonderful experience have a great holiday season, and for everybody who's listening, we'll see you next time on the Bow Hunting Podcast. Thanks for downloading the Peterson's Bow Hunting Podcast. All bow hunting, all the time. Pick up the latest issue of Peterson's Bow Hunting Magazine on your local newsstand, or connect with us online at bowhuntingmag.com.